So good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40, but if you're in Texas, then it is 8.40. And if you're in Michigan, it is 9.40. With that being said, um, absolutely thrilled to have you with me. I am Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon. I come to you with an education background, but a huge interest in both health, nutrition, and exercise due to the fact that I had grandparents that had poor health when I was in high school and I really didn't want to travel down the paths that they had started. So I have been doing a lot of preventative stuff over a good number of years, (laughs) both in health and nutrition and exercise. With that being said, the TR90 program is um, one clean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals, drinking plenty of water. The current thinking is at least one ounce of water for every two pounds that you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be at a minimum drinking 50 ounces of water or fluid of some sort. And realize that if you're drinking like clear broth or um, juice, that does count as part of your fluid, but realize that some of those come with a little more calories than others. If you're exercising moderate to heavily or if you're in a humid area, you'll need to increase the amount of fluid you drink because dehydration does set in rather quickly and sometimes you think you're hungry and you're really thirsty. 30 grams of protein at at least three of your meals, seven to eight hours of sleep every night, uh, 30 minutes of exercise at least five days a week, moderate to heavy on that. Uh, one other thing. Oh, seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. And taking your supplement 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is optimum. If you're not able to take it that long before a meal, take them with your meal because it, at least taking it is better than not taking it at all. And that, um, it just means that when you take it 15 to 20 minutes ahead of time, if they have a chance to break down and be ready to latch on to whatever nutrition you're putting into your stomach at that point. So with that being said, I'm always looking for things that are to share with you that will help support that TR90 lifestyle. And today I'm sharing some information out of Superfoods Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. It was written by Stephen G. Pratt, MD, and Kathy Matthews. And today's um, topic is actually going to be about sleep. So sleep is the linchpin to the 21st century health, which is always good to know. You do it every night, but maybe not enough, or at least not enough for your health. As daylight grows shorter, you may find that your own day is growing longer. Too often, autumn is a time of increased workload, family responsibilities, and household demands. Everything seems to need attention at once, whether it's healthcare appointments, homework supervision, travel plans, school forms, and even chimney cleaning. Everything that we might have put off over the carefree summer has come home to roost and it's overwhelming. The temptation is to burn the candle at both ends, stay up late to finish a project, and get up a bit earlier to pack yet one more thing into the day. 
it's a good time to take a look at the dramatic effects of sleep loss on our health. Believe it or not, there's impressive evidence supporting the argument that the amount of time you sleep, even more than whether you smoke, exercise, or have high blood pressure or cholesterol levels, could be the the most important predictor of how long you'll live. Sleep. It's the most overlooked factor in achieving optimum health in the 21st century. We all know that we should eat well and exercise. For many of Dr. Pratt's patients, even those committed to a healthy lifestyle, sleep is seen as kind of a luxury. Indeed, many people who follow sound diets who routinely exercise are unwittingly sabotaging their effects their efforts by depriving themselves of a pleasurable, satisfying, easy, and inexpensive way to ensure optimum health, sleep. Feel yourself nodding off? You're not alone. A 2000 poll by the National Sleep Foundation found that the sleep debt is a problem for more than 50% of American workers. Data suggests that in the last century, we've reduced the amount, average amount of time we sleep by 20%. It's easy to put sleep at the bottom of your to-do list. For one thing, our culture encourages it. We live in a 24-7 world where day and night dissolve into one long stretch of work and family obligations. Get up early to beat the traffic, get a few phone calls in, stay up late after squeezing in some family time so that you can send a batch of emails and do some paperwork. Wake in the middle of the night. Look at it as a bonus to catch up on a little light reading. And if you're up at 3 a.m. scanning magazines, you're likely to read about successful executives who boast about getting by on only four or five hours of sleep a night. The implicit message is that sleep is for the weak and undisciplined. The alarming truth is that sleep deprivation is taking a serious toll on our overall health. Chronic lack of sleep affects daily performance, overall productivity, and now most significantly to the health style, long and short-term health. Sound far-fetched? Well, you might be surprised to learn that sleep debt is of only three or to four hours that many of us routinely rack up in the course of a busy week can provoke metabolic changes that mimic pre-diabetic state and hormonal changes that compare to those experienced by someone suffering from depression. In a nutshell, the amount of sleep you get has a direct bearing on the following, obesity, coronary heart disease, hypertension, diabetes, immune function, cognitive performance, and longevity. So those things, sleep has a direct bearing on obesity, coronary heart disease, hypertension, diabetes, immune function, cognitive performance, and longevity. So there's no question that sleep and health are intimately intertwined. Up until recently, relatively recently, however, even though it was known that sleep affects performance in humans, uh, 
Sleep deprivation in rodents results in actual death. Little attention was paid to the effect of sleep deprivation on human health. We now know that while the main function of sleep seems to be refreshing our brains, sleep and its lack affect many bodily systems, including our metabolism, our hormones, and our immune function. The important news and one of the major messages of health style is that chronic sleep deprivation is doing more than just making us tired and reducing our ability to perform at optimum levels. The big news on sleep is twofold. Many of us who think we're getting enough sleep really aren't, and our performance is affected even though we're unaware of our diminished abilities. Moreover, and more significantly, the lack of sleep that many of us endure routinely has now been conclusively linked with diabetes, metabolic syndrome, and obesity, all increasingly common conditions that are taking a serious toll on our overall health. Total sleep deprivation suppresses the immune system Even partial sleep deprivation has an effect on this important protective system. Even smaller amounts of partial sleep deprivation reduce natural killer cell activity and diminish the effectiveness of the communication between our pituitary gland and our adrenal glands. This This results in altered stress hormones which in turn play a role in memory and glucose uh, glucose tolerance. One fascinating area of research is discovering the causative links between lack of sleep and diabetes and obesity. In one study, curtailing sleep to four hours per night for six nights impaired glucose tolerance and lowered insulin secretion in healthy, well-rested young men. This condition was entirely reversed when these men made up their sleep debt with adequate rest. The important message for all of us is that you don't have to lose huge amounts of sleep before it takes a toll. Partial sleep deprivation has a substantial effect on sleepiness, as you might guess, but also on motor and cognitive performance and mood. From the very general standpoint, one study found that sleeping less than four hours per night was associated with 2.8 times higher rate of mortality for men and a 1.5 times higher rate for women. The author of this study also found that the length of sleep time was a better predictor of mortality than sleeping, cardiac disease, or hypertension. One other study found that the people who slept six hours or less a night had a 70% higher mortality rate over a nine-year period than those who slept seven to eight hours a night. It's not only long-term health that's affected by lack of sleep. Did your grandma ever tell you that you'll get sick if you don't get enough sleep? She was right. Studies have shown that people who suffer from acute and chronic sleep deprivation also experience immune changes, including a decreased number of protective natural killer cells and reduced activity of those natural killer cells. 
This reduced ability of our brain to fight. Um, this reduced ability of our body to fight invaders on the cellular cellular level will inevitably make us more vulnerable to colds and infections. You're not only in danger of getting a cold if you don't get enough sleep, you're also at a greater risk of developing chronic health problems including diabetes, metabolic syndrome, and even obesity. While the links between these ailments and sleep deprivation are only emerging, we know for certain that the loss of sleep affects hormone function as well as glucose and glucose tolerance and insulin resistance. So summer is a great time of no teachers, no books, and for many children, no schedule. It's fun and flexible and allows for travel and visitors and catching fireflies. However, suddenly facing the first day of school without sufficient sleep can make the adjustment to a new teacher and a new classroom all the more difficult. Sleep deprivation in children affects moods, cognitive ability, memory, decision-making, creativity, everything a child needs for a good academic performance. Don't wait until the night before school to get the kids back into a school sleep schedule. You should start at least a week in advance with earlier bedtimes and earlier risings. A 6 to 12-year-old will need between 10 and a half to 11 and a half hours of sleep a night. Get them into a good bedtime routine, say dinner, bath, reading, bed, which they can follow for the full school year. A regular bedtime is critical. Our internal clocks are powerful and we need we sleep best if we fall asleep and wake up at the same times daily. If children have a week or two of restful sleep in advance of the start of school, they'll be better able to handle any night before the first day school jitters and catch up on needed sleep quickly. Attention athletes, there is research evidence that the most of the improvement of motor skills depends on sleep. Improvement of perceptual or motor skill continues after training has ended, and sleep is a very, very important to maximize these, this improvement. The sleeping brain does a reprocessing of recent memory patterns involving motor skills. In addition, numerous studies support the idea that sleep is essential for the brain memory function. So there we have it. We, we're just beginning to delve into the world of sleep. With that, I'm going to take everybody off of mute. If you ever miss any of these calls, you can pick them up on SoundCloud. Put in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, and they should pop up. And they're archived back almost, well, now it's almost eight years. If you get your podcast through a podcast service, if you put in Frank Lomas and solutions for the digit four anti-aging all put together, uh, they will most those podcasts will likely pop up as well. 
At the top of the hour, if you're looking to build a new skin business, hop over to Facebook, One Team Global Live, and someone will be sharing some information on how to build that new skin business and probably talking about some of those new products that have been coming out recently. So I'm going to take us off mute so we can say goodbye to each other. Oh, sleep. It's important. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Susan. That was great. Oh, you're welcome. It's just, you know, we're starting to think about the beginning of school here in a couple of weeks, and I'm going, you know, it's about time we start talking about this. <laughs> Well, my my grandson is having his second day of school today, so yeah. Oh my goodness! I should have started this two weeks ago then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, guys. I'm gonna hop off. I will see okay. you tomorrow. Yes, and we will be learning wonderful things about meditation from Miss Victoria tomorrow. It'll be fabulous. <laughs> Okay, guys, see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Take care.